Welcome to the First Player Token Podcast, a short podcast for folks who enjoy playing board games with family and friends. I'm your host, Derek Bruff. In this episode, I have another family board game recommendation, The Crew. <laughs> just make sure it's communicated. Yep. There you go. Now everyone just Nine. play lower than me and no one play a rocket. <laughs> that is the goal. Yes. Or lose, um, the, or lose it by playing something off. Not a yellow. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Got it. The Crew, the quest for Planet Nine, is a 2019 game from Cosmos Games designed by Thomas Singh with art by Marco Armbruster. In the game, players take on the role of astronauts working together to find a mysterious ninth planet at the edge of the solar system. Now, we all know that Pluto is the actual ninth planet, but that doesn't stop the crew from being an incredibly innovative and fun family game. The crew is a trick-taking game, like hearts or spades. In these games, you shuffle and deal out the whole deck evenly among players. During each round of the game, you go around the table and have every player play a card. There's one basic rule. You have to follow the suit that was led. That is, whatever suit the first player played, if you have that suit in your hand. Once everyone has played a card, the trick, as it's called, is complete. And whoever played the highest card in the suit that led wins that trick, taking all the cards that were played for later scoring. In most trick-taking games, one suit is a trump suit beating all other suits, regardless of what was led. In some trick-taking games, you want to win tricks for points. In other trick-taking games, you don't want to win tricks since you want to avoid getting points. The crew takes a completely different approach, which is why the game is so innovative and has won so many awards. See, the crew is not just a trick-taking game, it's a cooperative trick-taking game. Instead of trying to outscore your opponents, You're all working together to make sure certain players win certain tricks. Each time you play, you pick one of the 50 missions detailed in the game's logbook and try to meet its conditions for success. More on those missions and what makes the crew so unique in a moment. First, let's talk with our Space Sciences correspondents about their perspectives on the game. Is this an easy game or a hard game? It's a pretty hard game. When you first start, it's pretty easy, but when you get to level 50? <gasps> yeah, we're not at level 50. We're I like know. at level 9 or 10 or something. <laughs> we got a long way to go. We're only like 500 years away from it. <laughs> yeah, but we play this a lot, so maybe we'll get there. Mm, um, I think we will if we play it 500 times a night. Tell me about this. So so let's let's say you find all 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 the blue cards okay so i'm gonna get all the blue cards yeah just, just second people out there 
Okay, I'm gonna help you here. There, you got all the blue cards. Whoever is watching, so, make sure to hear this. So, um, so if you start with the one, um, and then through nine, so put all of them together. Yeah, um, what happens? So you can form a picture. <laughs> so this is like a picture, and like I would tell the people that you should play this game. It's all about space. You can make a picture. Um, you just like can't like communicate your like right. Isn't that kind of weird? Like you yeah. can't tell everyone else who's playing what you have in your hand. Uh, you have to kind of figure out what they have, right? Yeah, and like like. Uh, like, like these things. The task cards. The task cards. Yeah, and uh, sometimes they're really tricky. Oh, right? yeah, sometimes they're super tricky. Uh, like, uh, um, a two blue is super tricky. Uh, with a two a uh, two pink, with a two green. Right, twos are hard to win. Right. Thanks to our space science correspondents for those deep thoughts. Here are some things to know about the crew. It comes with a deck of cards in five suits, pink, blue, green, yellow, and black. Each of the first four suits come with cards valued one through nine, while the black suit, illustrated with rockets, comes in one through four. The rocket cards are always trump, so a rocket one will beat, say, a blue nine or a green eight. Setup for the game involves selecting the mission from the logbook, shuffling those cards, and dealing out the whole deck evenly among the players. Whoever gets the Rocket 4 is the commander for that mission. They'll play first. Most missions involve drawing some number of cards from a second deck of task cards, which mirror the cards in the main deck, and using those as the conditions for mission success. Let's take mission 4 as an example. You shuffle the task deck and draw three cards, placing them face up on the table. Maybe you reveal a yellow three, a green seven, and a blue one. Starting with the mission commander, players take turns claiming one of those task cards. To win the mission, those players will need to win the tricks where those cards come out. So if the commander selects the blue one, they'll need to win the blue one during a trick at some point during the mission. If they fail to do so, or if another player wins the blue one, the whole team loses the mission. The same thing applies to the other task cards that were selected. Thus, to win the mission, certain players need to win certain tricks. Sometimes this is pretty easy. Let's say you need to win a green 9, and you have the green 9 in your hand. If you lead with that card, everyone else has to play green if they have it, but none of them can beat your green 9, since you have the highest number, unless they foolishly play a rocket card. Sometimes tasks are a lot harder to accomplish, Suppose you need to win the blue one, but you don't have the blue one, and in fact you don't have any high blue cards. If you had high green cards, and you knew who had the blue one, you could wait until that player was out of green cards, and then lead with your high green. Since that player doesn't have greens, they could play their blue one, and your high green could win the trick. Unless, of course, someone else has a higher green than you, and it's their only green, so they have to play it, and then they win the trick. You can see how this can get, shall we say, tricky pretty fast. This kind of strategic thinking is common in trick-taking games, and it helps if you have at least one player on your team who has some experience with other trick-taking games. In our house, that's my wife Emily, so let's go to Emily now for some color commentary on The Crew. Welcome back to the podcast, Emily. 
Thank you. We have in front of us here the crew. Can you um, can you give us some color commentary on this game? Sure. I enjoy all of the colors. Um, there's a sort of neutral tone for the moon cards, and the rest of the cards are a really nice like sapphire blue and a golden yellow and a rosy pink and a lime green and they work really nicely together there the cards have a little bit of black for shading but then also each of the cards have one other color just for some lines and little detail marks and so mm. it but it's only colors that are already used in the game so Oh, right. So like the yellow cards have a little bit of green, the green cards have a little bit of the pink, mm -hmm. etc. I didn't notice that. Yeah. And I also like it because these colors remind me of the colors of the lights that would be on the inside of a space shuttle. Oh. They're not precise, but yeah. kind of the neon color feel that you have when you're in a dark place with bright lights on a dashboard. Yeah. That's kind of what it reminds me of. Yeah. And I like that um, each color also has a symbol. So if if you have a colorblind player, they can still distinguish the suits that way. Yes. Uh, that would be very difficult, I imagine, if you're colorblind, because they're pretty much all the same um, shade of color. Hmm. The hues are all the very, very similar shade. So, yeah. And, and what's happening here on this card, the six? Yeah, this card is really fun because it's two astronauts floating together, but they are in the same pose as the creation of Adam um, by Michelangelo in the Sistine Chapel. And that's just fun. <laughs> it is fun. Um, there's also a guy doing the Vulcan greeting. Yes. Yeah, which, which you know probably from Big Bang Theory. Yes, I would not know it from Star Trek. <laughs> yes. Well, tell me about your history with trick-taking games. This is an important part of games in your life. Yes. Well, I always enjoyed board games, and especially the storytelling board games, but my family more so enjoyed mm. trick-taking games. And so I grew up playing hearts from the time that I could hold my own cards. Um, and then I graduated to spades, and then I graduated to rook. Um, although I didn't love playing spades and rook because you had to have a partner mm. and if I messed something up my dad would get very mad at me <laughs> he didn't like a partner who couldn't hold her weight right yeah so um but because of that I learned very early you know from the time I was about 10 about strategy with trick-taking mm. games and it's really fun for me to play this game because I get to use all of that strategy mm. that most of the time lays dormant when you and I play games <laughs> and I can kind of, you know, be the expert for once. Oh uh, yes. You are way better at this game than I am. Way better. <laughs> well, it's, uh, makes up for all of the times that there's deck building games. That I have no idea what's <laughs> happening. So that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. So um, why were you excited to share this game with our kids? Because I think it's a great game. It's not long, first of all. You play it, you know, one, two, three missions um, at a time or just one mission at a time. And 
it's a really great entry point into trick-taking games. So um, there's more of a story with this, so it's easier to understand why you're doing what you're doing. Which, when you're just playing hearts, it there, it's kind of boring because there's no reason for a rhyme or reason to it, and it's harder to remember. Right. Why? Why? Why are hearts bad? Why is Why is the Queen of Spades so troubling? Yeah. I don't know. I don't either. Yeah, I like this because it's and it's cooperative. Mm -hmm. So. So nobody loses or you all lose together. Yeah. So it's a lot more fun in that respect than trick-taking games, which generally are very cutthroat. Yeah. And I think the kids are learning the strategy of trick-taking games. Well, thank you. This has been this has been great. Yeah. As Emily said, The Crew is a great game for teaching younger players the mechanics of trick-taking games, like following suit and playing trump cards. It's also great for teaching them the strategies of trick-taking games, like running other players out of a suit, or card counting, or there's probably lots of strategies I haven't learned yet because I'm not particularly great at these games. Since The Crew is cooperative, you can teach players new to trick-taking games as you play. You're not supposed to talk to each other about the cards in your hand, that would make the game too easy, but you can still share strategies with players as long as you limit yourself to public information. Speaking of public information, the rules say that once tricks are taken, you put those cards face down. But this makes for a lot of card counting for younger players, so we house rule that away and keep our past tricks face up. One thing I love about the crew is how creative the missions are. Mission 4 involves having three players win three particular tricks, as I mentioned earlier. Mission 6, however, involves three players winning three particular tricks, but one of the tricks has to be won before another one of the tricks. I won't spoil the missions for you, but I really like Mission 5. After the cards are dealt, every player tells the commander whether they feel good or bad. Then the commander picks one player who is sick, and that player can't win any tricks that mission. It's a fun twist on the mission format, and helps to teach players how to avoid winning tricks, which is a useful skill in a lot of trick-taking games. The Crew, which retails for just $15 US, can be played with two to five players. I've only tried three or four players, but I hear it works well at two and is very hard to win at five. The box says the game is for ages 10 and up, but since it's cooperative, it's easier to play with younger players. There's no reading required and no math either, Kids just need to be old enough to play a trick-taking game, maybe with a little help. The box says you can play a mission in about 20 minutes, and that's right, but sometimes missions go much faster. Sometimes you win fast, sometimes you lose fast. Luck is a factor in this game. You might draw tasks that are nearly impossible with the cards you have, which can be frustrating. But since missions play quickly, it's easy to fail and try again. You might actually fail a lot in this game, especially as the missions get more challenging. The good thing is that it's usually no one's fault when you fail at the crew. It's more of a team sport. We're just on mission 10, working our way through all 50 missions, one or two missions at a time. It's easy to fit in the game after dinner and before bed with the kids. For those who have somehow miraculously finished all 50 missions, there are three bonus missions on the Cosmos Games website. And there's a sequel to the game called The Crew Mission Deep Sea coming in 2021. It has the same basic gameplay, but a few new mechanisms and 50 new missions. That's it for this episode of the First Player Token Podcast. See the show notes for more info and photos of the crew 
as well as a link to the podcast's Facebook group. And if you have a minute, please share this or any other episode on your social media platform of choice. And that goes a long way to helping new listeners find us. I've been your host, Derek Bruff. Thanks for listening. Now it's time to play some games. Can, can, I right. my, can I do my thing? Yes, yeah. real quick, and then we got to get ready for church. Oh! That, oh! You realize I'm just going to cut that out. <laughs>